0: This
2: is Steve Downs, the voice of Master Chief, Sierra 117, and you're listening to Podcast Unlocked, the world's number one Xbox podcast. Now, finish this fight. Master Chief, out.
0: Welcome, friends, to IGN's weekly Xbox show. It's Podcast Unlocked, episode 547 for June 7th, 2022. It is our final show before the Xbox showcase happening on Sunday. So officially welcome to Xbox hype Week. This is it. this is going to be one of the most exciting weeks of the Xbox year, if not the most exciting week of the Xbox year. Uh, it's already been exciting so far in June on IGN because Sonic Frontiers is our IGN first cover story. you know we as you all know well by now we pick a game and most months we've got uh, we've got a, a month's worth of interesting exclusive stuff. Sonic's it this time. We've had two gameplay videos and the first ever hands-on from Mitchell Saltzman, who is just one of our biggest Sonic fans and one of our just best video game players as well. Uh, So check all that footage out and all that coverage out on IGN. And as I alluded to at the top there with the showcase, the four of us will convene in person to do a show for the first time in two years Actually, right. since Stella's been a full-time cast member, right? Yeah. We've never done it, <laughs> done a show, uh, all four of us, so this will be great. We will be there uh, together live in LA for the Xbox Showcase. We're going to have a pre-show, so if you want to join us, we're going to be 30 minutes before the event starts. So join us at 9.30 a.m. Pacific, 12.30 <laughs> p.m. Uh, Eastern Time on Sunday, June 12th. And then we'll be airing the showcase. So you can just leave it right on IGN, just stay with us. And then we'll come immediately out of that into our one hour live post-show, our reactions, our analysis to all of the big announcements. Whether this thing's 60 minutes, 90 minutes, that remains to be seen. But whenever it ends, we will be there for you. So I'm looking forward to seeing the three of you in person for the first time in way too long. And I'm very much looking forward to the showcase. So. Uh, with that, I should actually say hi to these people. Miranda, Destin, and Stella. Hello.
3: Hello. hello. Bam.
0: There's the bam. <laughs> I wanted we to let everybody it. say hi. Yeah, Destin is uh, has decided to, you know, just grace us with his presence. Why, well, hello. On, you know, vacation and then uh, didn't want to be back on the podcast after <laughs> you got back.
2: Uh, turns out uh, <laughs> being 14 hours ahead in a different time zone really throws you off your game when you come back. <laughs> So I'm back. I'm No more jet lag. Feeling good. Let's do it. We this. missed
0: you. Yeah, we right, really, we thanks. missed you. Glad to have you back. Me?
1: Uh, I'm just kidding. Oh. Oh, wow. right. I missed two of
0: you. All right, it's going to be a saucy episode. I like that. <laughs> Only two. <laughs> oh my! Do we have to separate you two down at the, uh, down at when we're shooting in person? We'll have, yes. We'll, have, we'll put you on opposite ends of the, the yes. Desk.
1: Because there is an infamous clip out there on Twitter that I retweeted not too long ago where it's me taking the big Mareep that we had in the office and just the like pie. bothering Destin. with it. Oh,
0: God. We could just put the Mareep in the in Destin's chair and then have yes. him on mic off camera if that if that's better. So it's just the Mareep is on the is on the show voiced by Destin. There's always that option. I'm, I'm I know there isn't that. a Pokemon game for Xbox, but, you know, yeah. what can we do? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's talk more about this showcase. So there is some Xbox news to get to, but uh, in fact, I'll start there, not with our predictions. We're going to do some more predictions here in a second, but with this week's big Xbox news, that being that there is going to be a second Xbox showcase. It is being called the Extended or ga- Xbox Games Showcase Extended. It happens two days after this Sunday's main one. So it's on Tuesday, June 14th. 10 a.m. Pacific, so same time, just exactly 48 hours later. And Xbox says, we will share new trailers, take deeper looks at the news from the Xbox and Bethesda Game Showcase, and speak with some of your favorite game creators. This all-new broadcast is approximately 90 minutes in length. Uh, So let me start there. Destin, let me welcome you back. I'll give you the first word here. What do you think, what are your kind of, where are you setting your expectations for this extended showcase two days later.
2: Uh, well, for the extended showcase, I think it's going to be sort of what we've seen them do in the past, where we get an extended look at their biggest games and the more recent releases or the more recent uh, uh, games that are coming to the market, so to speak. I think that's what we're going to see. Um, I don't think we get a ton of news there. And if we do, it'll be like the games that they didn't quite get to from the original showcase. But I would just manage expectations. It's usually a deeper dive into a game that's coming soon and that's awesome because we get to see gameplay, we get to actually see people with have hands on with it or the developers actually talk about their time working on the project.
0: Miranda, are you with Destin on this? Should we should we make sure to set our expectations for not maybe not too many if any reveals at this extended showcase?
3: I could see them maybe doing a second reel or a deeper dive into some of the idea at Xbox here, but I think they'll also probably touch on things like Starfield and Redfall in this just because it's going to give them extra time. They probably want to keep their showcase more focused, shorter, and even though these are really highly anticipated games, they still want to give them enough time to say, hey... We're merging two whole showcases that used to be different things into one. So how do we make sure that everything gets time in the spotlight, both big and small, highly anticipated and maybe less anticipated, maybe because we don't know about them yet. Um, But also give, you know, everything adequate time, but then also give us fans more time to look into these games that are really exciting that we want to see more of. So I think it's probably smart for them to sort of pace this in a way was what I'm assuming, of course. Um, So that we do get some time with gameplay and deep dives into games that we're really excited for, but also set time aside so that they can do even longer showcases for maybe in the past you would have had a show mostly been about one game or like a third of it about one game. They don't want to do that. They want to make sure everything has time to shine. So then they can set an extra time aside to talk about it more. And I think that's smart.
0: You make a good point that I—I I mean, I've already forgotten that. Oh yeah, Bethesda used to do its own conference, and now it's it's smushed together with the Xbox conference. So that 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 actually makes me a little more optimistic for this. I have to say that maybe maybe we will get get to see more than just kind of dev interviews and things. Stella, where what's uh, where, where are you setting your expectation level for this extended showcase?
1: Um, I'm not really. I don't really have any personal expectations. But like, I, th- I think it will just be kind of like bonus content for whatever the main showcase is going to be, which is going to be great. I mean, it's all stuff that I'm still going to watch. I'm still looking forward to. Um, but just because we haven't seen the main showcase yet, I'm just like, I don't know what to expect. So I'm just going to go with it. If it's more dev commentary, that's great. I love being able to um, get a deeper look into like how the devs decided to approach certain things. Um, so if it's something like that, that'd be great. If it's more indie games or like a separate showcase that they want to do for um smaller games that may not have gotten the normal coverage if they were buried by the other big games. I think that's great too. So kind of just leaving expectations open. Um, because I, I think they could do whatever they want with that. So yeah.
0: Are you saying that the extended showcase is like DLC for the main show? It
1: showcase? is. It <laughs> is. It no, is. it definitely is, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I think uh Destin, you alluded to this. I think if we go back to the Gamescom showcase, uh, the, the the presentation that Microsoft did that Paris Lilly hosted, yeah, I could see it following a similar type of format. So, you know, he had he did a bunch of uh, sit downs with developers and some extended looks, but there weren't really any new things at that. Uh, yeah. I could see this being being very similar. Now, uh, what I can tell you is whatever they have and whatever it is. We're going to come at you again live immediately after it. So uh, we're going to be back here in San Francisco. We're gonna we're gonna change studios. We're gonna just come 400 miles back up the coast. We'll be in LA for the main showcase, and then uh, for the extended showcase, we'll be up here in San Francisco. But we will be together. We'll be live. So because uh, it, as it happens to to fall uh, Tuesday 10 a.m. and it'll end at 11:30. That's literally right when we record Unlocked anyway. <laughs> so it, it falls exactly when our normal recording time is. So we're just going to get on the air. We'll do it live uh, and we will uh, have a regular live show for you. And if you can't join us live, of course, it'll go into the regular podcast feed and YouTube anyway, if you if you don't happen to catch us at the time. So stay tuned for that. Lots of Unlocked fun, lots of Xbox fun coming up in the next... Uh, Seven days. Yeah. Seven, seven days from now, we'll, uh, we'll be in the middle of our second showcase in two days. So good stuff. This week's podcast unlocked is brought to you by Nord VPN. Hey, if you're watching a lot of sports like me and you hate blackouts, Nord VPN is a great way to go. You can use NordVPN, a virtual private network to watch live sporting events Speaking of the showcase, uh, I promised at the top. Let's do a final round of predictions for Sunday's big showcase. We did our initial wave of them uh, when we first got the announcement of this, but I thought, all right, now that we're on the precipice of this, we kind of we can really zero in. All right, what do we think we're going to see? What do we want to see, uh, Miranda? I'm going to go your way first to kick us off. Something? Do you? I don't know if you have like reasonable more dreamy and like outlandish that's kind of how i structured mine but whatever the case give us your first prediction for sunday's big showcase
3: i'll leave my more outlandish ones for the end they're 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 like the big hopes it's like please this would be really cool there's no evidence pointing that this would ever happen but if it did that would be awesome um so let's start with the one that i think is really likely halo infinite dlc for the campaign I think we could get a teaser with release date this fall or winter. That would be a year since the original came out. That kind of matches a lot of patterns we see with story DLC for other games. Um, and I know that their team is obviously working on something else. Like we we know that there's more coming for Halo Infinite. It is a platform. So I think it just makes sense for us to finally get a little bit of a tease of what that's going to be and where we're going to be going with the next part of the story, whether that's staying with Mr. Chief going with another team maybe they want to expand some stuff with the spartan training as part of the multiplayer but i think they're probably gonna leave that there um i think there's gonna be something for it though
0: what do you want it to be when if, if dlc for halo infinite campaign dlc gets shown on that stage this sunday what in your heart of hearts do you hope it is
3: i would really like there's a lot of options you could go here for. I, I would like them to explore other parts of the ring that we've already seen. I know this is maybe a little basic because this is this just makes sense to me. But there's parts of that ring in the map that we just haven't even gone to, and I think there's probably parts that they could extend further and just find this like different biomes that have, a lot of people have been asking for um, in different areas to see like what else is happening here. So I think that'd be good.
0: I'm with you. That'd be good. Uh, I, for me, I I want blue team. Give me like real blue team, not Halo Five blue team, <laughs> actual good blue team, and maybe uh, some for- work in some. You know, the-, the co-op is under construction right now for the campaign, mm-hmm. so you know it could happen.
3: I'd love i to see it. I will say I do want Blue Team to have their own spin-off game. That's my That'd quiet. Great
0: hope. too. Yeah, I would love to see that. Well, to- Stella, to how about up- you? Oh, Destin, go well, ahead. Wait. Sorry.
2: I want to back Miranda up on her prediction, because in that teaser thing that we saw the last time we saw something about Halo, one of the dates was the 14th. So potentially we could be getting a deeper dive into Halo. So there's a little bit a little bit of meat to your prediction, Miranda.
0: Excellent. Uh, Stella, go ahead.
1: That's kind of funny. I wrote down a roadmap for Halo Infinite as well. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I so yeah. So I'm oh, sorry. This is predictions for the showcase
0: for the showcase. Yes. Okay. Okay.
1: Got it. Um, yeah, definitely a roadmap for halo Infinite would be really nice. Um, we just got, I know this has nothing to do with them, but like, uh, I know EA just released the battlefield roadmap for the next like two seasons. So something like that would be really good. I know halo infinite seasons are very, very long. So at least in multiplayer terms, um, they kind of released the next step and then again, nothing. So a little bit more communication on that would be really nice. Um, oh yeah and i was like oh the outer worlds 2 teaser would be kind of cool if there was like something about that you know like a little bit more than what we got which was just basically the announcement of it so something more would be great of course starfield just anything else like a little teaser again um i'm not asking i'm honestly i'm not asking for a lot of things just because i don't want to like heavily put my expectations on these games that i think are going to be really good and then be disappointed until i get further um reveals of it but i'm like i know that these have been delayed i know that starfield has been delayed and i'm take your time but just a little something just just something to feed me keep me uh, you know appetized till then
0: <laughs> just yeah a little it's you need, need, uh, need a little sustenance to keep you going yeah. to the next, to the next <laughs> hype wave destin give me a prediction for sunday
2: so i'm going to start outlandish and i'll close my prediction because we're doing three and yes. i'm going to close with what i think they absolutely need to do so let's start okay. outlandish I wanna talk about IO Interactive. Now we know we know that they're working on Project 007, and that could be shown, whatever that may be. And with the recent GoldenEye leaks that we have seen, the achievements have popped up yet again for a yes. GoldenEye 007 remake very recently. <laughs> And then separately, there has been this long running rumor about IO Interactive about Project Dragon. They actually have a development department, which they posted on their official website uh, called Dragon, so that there is a little bit of uh, credence to this rumor. This was originally leaked by Jez Corden over at Windows Central, and he describes it as... um, What was it? A fantasy world RPG that focuses on dragons. And beyond that, that's about all that we know. Um, IO did confirm the team name Dragon. Yeah. In an interview with GameIndustry.biz. So there is a lot going on over at that company. We got something going on with Project 007. You can watch the trailer for that on their website right now. We have this Project Dragon thing going on. And who knows? Maybe they're doing something with Hitman. So what well, they I
0: continue th- to add content to it, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hitman continues to be successful. Yeah, the, so, uh,
2: so my prediction, though, just to wrap it in please, a nice little yeah. bow, I think we see something about James Bond, Project 007, whatever that may be. And I also think we see this Project Dragon revealed possibly with a teaser at the showcase.
0: I like it. So, so you're thinking maybe we get a, a James Bond block of content at the showcase between this heavily rumored now all but confirmed remake and the new project that that IO is on I'd, that'd be pretty great
2: I'd imagine love to see that. imagine how that presentation would go the long long rumored you've been waiting for it here's 007 finally remade properly yeah. and separately here's a tease at our project 007 and then what that actually is and then separately they still have this project dragon thing so like it could be like a little IO interactive block of content Focusing on Pretty good. They're these, a very talented these,
0: studio. I mean, yeah, this dragon thing, it, it definitely sounds outside their historical wheelhouse, which can always it can be really fun, right? They're really, mm-hmm. you know, they've, they've made their bones with Hitman. They did, uh, Kane and Lynch before that, another kind of like serious, uh, you know, action drama. And you go even further back freedom fighters, which was an excellent game, uh, on the original Xbox. So, yeah, they've they've never really ventured into fantasy before, so it'll be interesting to see what that Project Dragon is. There, uh, for me, sorry. go ahead, Destin. There's
2: still a lot of excitement about Scalebound. A lot of people talk about it constantly, <laughs> and that was basically what it sounds like is being described here. So maybe there's something there where they took that idea of dragons and sort of like, we really want to run with this. I don't know. That's just me speculating.
0: Yeah, remains to be seen. Uh, I will go with another thing that seems all but confirmed at this point, point. Uh, and that is Pentiment, which is Josh Sawyer, the very talented creative director and writer at Obsidian Games. He's been at Obsidian for a long, long time. Uh, the, again, tip of the cap to our friend Jez at Windows Central. He had leaked this, uh, that Pentiment is a, it's a small team project, not unlike Grounded, small team project at Obsidian, and it is a, Narrative murder mystery combat free role playing game, uh, which sounds like it's up my alley and it sounds like it could be up Miranda's alley too. It seems like her kind of game as well. Uh, and it again, we we knew about this from the Windows Central leak. And so the reason I'm saying this is seemingly looking pretty pretty confirmed for Sunday is that Josh Sawyer quote tweeted the official Xbox tweet about the showcase with a You know, with a little kind of emoji and it made it seem like, okay, Josh has got something at this and we know that Josh is on Pentiment. So I think we may see this game and I'm curious to see it in action and see when it's what it is and when it's coming out. So uh, mark it down. I think Pentiment is going to be there.
2: There was something like two days ago about that. Actually, uh, Hannah Kennedy over at Obsidian also tweeted, man, it's going to be extremely cool when I can finally share what I've been working on for the last two years and Josh Sawyer. Tweeted the the frame. <laughs> so there you go.
0: That's two Obsidian employees teasing something. There you go. Well, I'm looking forward to it because that's uh, a Josh Sawyer-led narrative murder mystery role-playing game. Sounds very awesome to me. I would love to play that. Uh, we'll go back around the horn here. Uh, let's go. I guess kind of. I w- I won't go full reverse snake draft and and go again <laughs> myself. But Destin, let me go to you next for round two.
2: Okay. Well, I've been talking a lot, but after this one, I should probably just be quiet because it's a pretty bad. But Sony had a lot of third party reveals on their stage, including Street Fighter 6. We got to look at uh, what looks like some sort of campaign mode, some of the new combat. That was that was Sony's state of play, Phil Spencer.
0: Which is coming to Xbox, to be clear. Is. Which
2: is cross-platform. Sony's really good about you know taking out those other platforms, but that <laughs> and Resident Evil, yes, they're coming to Xbox. So I do think that Xbox has a response to that, and I think the Xbox stage is going to reveal Mortal Kombat 12. Now, let's look at the timeline of Mortal Kombat 10 to Mortal Kombat 11. So Mortal Kombat uh, Kombat 11's final DLC pack was released in July of 2021, and it launched in April of 2019. So that's two years of support. Mortal Kombat 10 was 2015 to 2016, and Mortal Kombat 11 was announced two years later in 2018 at the Game Awards. Now I think this would be a teaser for Mortal Kombat 12, but I do think this is a third party reveal that would happen on the Xbox stage. And that is, that is my prediction for that one.
0: Well, let me ask oh. you this Destin, because I, I like where your head's at. I think it makes a lot of sense. The one thing, and I know you're a big NetherRealm fan. Yeah. Where typically Injustice has uh, been the every other project for Ed oh. and the NetherRealm team. So do you think that that's even better? I'm
2: changing my prediction. <laughs> <laughs> Complete change because well, the other, no, you're right. Like the, <laughs> the, the other team's been working on Injustice. So Injustice 3 is going to be the reveal and that's even better. Because well, like everybody loves Mortal Kombat, right? But I feel yes. like Injustice has a wider appeal. And I think that is a a huge reveal. And I say wider appeal only because it's, it's superheroes and it's less gory. I've got to say. Uh, that's it.
3: To back up that wider appeal, my mom loves Injustice. She loves it so much, like I'm not even kidding. And that's she likes racing games, and she she plays games kind of casually, but she loves Injustice. So, just gonna back that up. Yeah.
2: So both mega franchises, but you're totally right, Ryan. I was trying to I was trying to wrap my brain around that one year difference because this would be a little soon for Mortal Kombat yeah. 12. It's Injustice 3.
0: But see, I was prepared to, to take a walk with you on this. I was gonna say because the Mortal Kombat movie was pretty successful and like Mortal mm-hmm. Kombat itself is riding pretty high. I mean, the last Mortal Kombat game was fantastic and sold huge. You know, maybe Injustice does get set to the side and they go, they just double down on, on Mortal Kombat. But but it, to Miranda's point, Injustice is no slouch. It's not like the other game at NetherRealm. It's no, no it's way. they're both huge video games. So, all right. So now Destin says we're going to get Injustice, and in, uh, Injustice,
2: Injustice Two is on Game Pass. So like, uh, you can go play that right now, and it's a good it's a good promo strategy for Game Pass. It's, it'd be a great fighting game reveal for Xbox. Good call, Ryan.
0: Thank you for helping me adjust my expectations. <laughs> that's what, a, what that's what a good host is for. <laughs> um, Stella, let me go your way next.
1: Sure. Um, well, how about some gameplay of Avowed? That'd be nice. We haven't seen anything about that for a while so (laughs) ryan
0: (laughs) i dude, Um, that's looks so good that trailer just got me so like a a first person sorry i don't want to steal your thunder go please
1: no i mean it makes (laughs) me happy that other people are also thinking about it and like because i I told the fraud that that was announced in 2020 and i was like we haven't heard anything and it's supposed rumors 2023 release right so i'm just like hey some gameplay after two years might be kind of nice give us something else (laughs) Um, so kind of leaning on that and also I feel like Fable we might see something um, I mean I sure at least right. yeah maybe some in-game foot, or not in-game um, in-engine footage like at least something right to show off like hey this is how things are going to look new and updated graphics and here's how you know particles and stuff are going to look it's going to be really pretty in this fantasy setting so um, I think something like that at least because Fable is a huge audience so I feel like they have to do something with it but who
0: knows uh yeah just to come back to avowed for a second that is a game. i mean it's we're not getting elder scrolls 6 for a long time we know this and not that avowed is is just going to be elder scrolls it's obviously not it's set in a different universe it's its own game but i just think it's got a lot of potential to scratch the elder scrolls itch for a while while we do wait for Todd Howard and the Bethesda team to get, go into full production on on Elder Scrolls Six, so yeah, I, I'm with you. I I would love to see more of that. That would that would definitely be one of the things that would make me happiest at this showcase. Should, me too. Uh, should we see gameplay for it? Make it Miranda? happen.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, the next one I have is a little a little grounded. So we know we're going to see Redfall, right? Like they've already confirmed we're going to see Starfield, we're going to see Redfall. But how about an open beta, and I will give you a time. In September hmm. is what I'm thinking. So there was a leak for a beta not too long ago. I think they had a build from like last year, and there are just like bits and pieces around. Uh, I did not look at the footage. I just I was like, oh, I will acknowledge that this exists, but I'm not going to look at it um i I think they would give us the opportunity to play a little bit before launch i know doing betas and stress tests or anything like that can be really taxing on a development team though so that's why i kind of put this in a middle ground of like it could happen but also it could be a little outlandish um just because this is a different kind of game they don't necessarily need an open beta but they could do one it'd be really cool time to get everybody saying hey you know we didn't get to release this summer but we want to let you see something that is ready to go um but again Doing these is not easy, and I could see them maybe just wanting to wait until the game's released, but my hope is that we will get an open beta.
0: I, I certainly hope you're right, because, boy, it's... Uh, I mean, one way or the other, it's just going to be good to see that video game after this, the you know cinematic teaser we got a year ago to see what this really is, because, I mean, Arcane going multiplayer uh, could be a really fascinating and unique thing. Um, for me, I'm going with... Something that I I think business wise makes sense. It's just a matter of does Microsoft want to write a check big enough to make this happen? But we've talked extensively about how dry 2022 is for uh, exclusives thus far for Xbox. Hopefully the showcase is going to fix that to some degree. But we've had we've had uh, Starfield delay, Redfall delay, replaced delay, uh, and Stalker two delay. So four notable exclusives kicking into 2023. So what I think Microsoft might do is is not necessarily buy an exclusive, but what I think they could do is go get a big day one third-party game for Game Pass. Uh, And I think that the thing that makes the most sense is Gotham Knights. That's going to be one of the biggest games this fall. If Microsoft wanted to write a check big enough and, and work out the details with WB, I could I could see them going uh, getting that for Game Pass day one. Not unlike, I mean, uh, they, they did do this with WB before with uh, Back for Blood. That was a WB published game that launched day one on Game Pass and on PlayStation, it was a $60 video game. So I think there is a strong possibility that, that something like that could happen. And if it's not Gotham Knights, maybe it's one of the other big fall games, but Gotham Knights is the one to me that, that would make the most sense for that. That'd be awesome. Okay, final round. Uh, Let's see. I'll just get myself out of the way here first. And if you're wondering why on earth do I have Ninja Gaiden behind me, (laughs) number one, it's because, as as I said on last week's show, the whole Master Collection's on Game Pass, and you should play it if you have not played it before. Yes, I know it's the Sigma versions, which are not regarded as the best versions of these games. Still excellent. Go play it. But uh, the more I thought about it, the more I thought, well, wait a second. Team Ninja has not done anything in a while. Uh, they had Neo 2 in 2020. So, what is Team Ninja up to? They used to do, Team Ninja used to be two teams. It used to be the Ninja Gaiden team and the Dead or Alive team. And then Itagaki left and there was Ninja Gaiden 3. And then they kind of went, then they started getting into Neo. So, it's Neo, Neo 2. So, here's what I'm just, this is my most outlandish one. Probably not going to be real life because. We can't have nice things, but I'm gonna to try to will this into existence. I'm gonna speak it into, into the world right now. Team Ninja doing a, a full new Ninja Gaiden, whether it's a remake or whether it's a proper Ninja Gaiden 4, but I think they're they're due for something at Team Ninja, and they've had such a long relationship with Microsoft, with Xbox, and uh, that's what I want. So I'm just putting it out there. New Ninja Gaiden for Series X. I want it. I need it. Please let it be real. There you go. Miranda, What's I think we're up to your most outlandish one now, too.
3: Yes, I'm going to do this in two parts. I'm sorry. Uh, the first one is maybe it's finally the time of the year of Fusion Frenzy. I will say it every year until it happens. Doja Cat was streaming Fusion Frenzy. She's been actually streaming a lot of original Xbox games. Uh, if you haven't cat- caught it, uh, she does not save her VODs, so you have to catch her live. I like Doja Cat a lot. She's really funny. Anyway, um, that's that's what I hope. Please, please what bring mean? it back. Not it, if not for is? me, for Doja Cat, okay? Yeah, <laughs> and she was able to bring
1: back Mexican pizza at Taco Bell. I think she could bring back Fusion Frenzy.
3: So maybe if we can, we, we ask her enough on TikTok, she'll she'll do a, rap, a little song about Fusion Frenzy or something. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Um. Anyway, that's that's the ish one. Um. But the the actual one that I have is I think it's time. I think it's time for a word from ghost story games. So if you don't remember ghost story games, probably maybe not because it's been, we haven't heard from this since 2017 for many actual like substantial thing other than contests. So if you guys don't remember wow. this is the, yeah. the evolution of, or I guess it's the next phase of irrational games team from Ken Levine. So he's kind of broke off a lot of like a very, very small focus team. I think I saw as of 2020 on Wikipedia, they have like 30 team members, yeah. very small team. Um, So they have not talked about what they're doing. It's
0: been since 2017. Well, 2017 so, was what the the formation of the no. The, what was 2017?
3: 2017 is when they announced the studio. Okay, yes.
0: but I think they've been. I mean, they because they basically, if I remember correctly, the timeline was Bioshock Infinite shipped in March of 2013 because I reviewed it for IGN. It was one of my first big reviews when I after I joined IGN in in uh, 2012, and then. I forget when the studio like closed or downsized, but you're right though. You're totally right, Miranda. I think I think it's actually been longer than that that we just haven't heard from Ken Levine and that team in close to a decade at this point. So, what the heck is going on over there?
3: Exactly. So, like if you want some wow factor, That would be the wow factor like it doesn't necessarily have to be exclusive I could see his game being a timed exclusive on Xbox like we saw the original Bioshock that was exclusive for about a year so no reason that they couldn't take the stage and say hey it's me Ken Levine let me show you my game that I've been working on with this excellent team and I would I would lose it I would lose it guys I love Ken Levine's games. I'd very much like to see what they're working on. I know there's another Bioshock in development. Like, that could be a thing. But I'm more interested in seeing what this team wants to do and, like, where they're taking their storytelling next. So I think that could be something that could happen. Again, this is the more outlandish one just because I I have no idea what to expect from them at this point. It has been so long. And, of course, like, a good game, especially with a smaller team, does take a long time to develop. And I'm sure there's a lot to figure out there. And, like, we've had, you know new engines release and new consoles and like all these other things to figure out. But I think it could be time. I like to believe my heart of hearts that it is time.
0: Boy, I hope you're right that you're, this is yours is now the, of all these predictions we're doing, this is the one that I want to see come true the most. That would be fantastic to, to finally get that mystery solved and see what, what Ken Levine and crew are up to. Uh, so we've got what two left, Well, Destin, and Stella. So uh, Stella want to give us your last one
1: outlandish right whatever you Uh, want hmm you know what part of my childhood my my childhood me says uh what about a banjo kazooie remaster (laughs) yeah Yeah, remake please that'd be great um because i i just remember i feel like it would hold up i mean i feel like a lot of people would go back and play it just because i mean it was my childhood. Like, I had so much fun. And honestly, like, going back and seeing footage of it, I'm just like, oh, my God, how did I miss that joke? So being able to re-experience that now would be great. So that's my outlandish pick.
0: <laughs> and, uh, yeah, how about it? What, let's let's do it in Unreal Engine 5. Why not? Because yeah. and, and the reason that makes sense is because Sea of Thieves is an Unreal Engine game. So they know the tool set over there now at, uh, mm-hmm. at Rare. So why the heck not? Let's do it.
1: Ray traced Banjo-Kazooie. Let's go. <laughs>
0: Get that fur shading going on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like it. I like that one. Destin, the last prediction is yours. Take us home on this segment. I think they
2: tease us with Banjo-Kazooie, but then Conquer punches him off the screen in a new Conquer game. Is right. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, my, my real closing statement uh, that I wanted to do about the Prediction Showcase was that uh, 2022... At least for me, I don't want to speak for everybody, but 2022 has been very disappointing in terms of the Xbox lineup. And I do realize a lot of stuff has been pushed to 2023. But they were they got awards for being the best publisher last year. They had some really, really good games at the end of the year. Psychonauts 2, the Halo campaign. They had uh, the for- Forza Horizon 5, which were, which were excellent titles. And it, it yeah, really I seemed like...
0: Metacritic, they were like the, the highest rated... A uh, publisher on Metacritic last year, yeah. I believe, is one of the things you're referring to there.
2: Yeah, that's correct. And uh, it's just been a disappointing 2022 this far. I think 2022 is a wash. I don't think they're magically going to be able to come up with like seven major titles that are coming this fall. Um I think we need some concrete dates. We need to know, so when did Starfield move to? When can we actually expect to see something from Redfall? Where is Forza Motorsport? Are we going to see more about Forza Motorsport? What is going on with Avout? And then there's just companies, they have like several companies that we know they're developing stuff. Compulsion Games has been working on something forever. They just updated their website and it feels like it's time for them to at least reveal what they've been working on. There's also In Exile. There's Ninja Theory with Hellblade 2. Uh, Turn 10, who I brought up, on Dead Labs, State of Decay 3. There's the Indiana Jones game. What's going on with the Wolfenstein franchise? What's going on with Perfect Dark? Are we actually going to see gameplay of that project soon? Or is that just in the future? So they have a lot of stuff that they could show, but they need to reinvigorate and excite the Xbox community again with this showcase. And I feel like that's what they need to succeed at here because it has not been a good 2022 this far. For xbox and uh i hope they can sort of shake that off and come out with some excellent hits for the community
0: i think you make a really good point about about um whether you know by design or just as it has worked out microsoft is these showcases have all basically been kicking the can down the road like yeah, yeah. we'll have we'll have all these here's here's a great game announcement here's another big game announcement here's another one and none of them have dates. I think you make a really good point there that it's time to yep. nail some of these things down uh, and hope that those games are able to hold to those dates. Red, uh, Redfall technically never had a date. Starfield summer hold to its date.
2: Yeah, yeah, we it was supposed to be summer and we a, had a window and right for Redfall. Same, same thing. We have October for Scorn. Like Scorn still doesn't have a date. True. Like that's it's just crazy to me. And I've been really frustrated with that aspect. I want to know as a consumer what i can expect from xbox in the future and right now they give me a lot of cool looking stuff a lot of exciting things no dates on any of it so is that 2025 when are they coming when are the games coming
0: yeah well said fair points we'll see if the showcase can uh can assuage that worry can can uh address that concern Those are our predictions, but join us again. We're going to be live 30 minutes before the showcase. So join us 9.30 a.m. Pacific, 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Sunday, June 12th, live on IGN.com, YouTube.com slash IGN, wherever you normally watch us. We will be there coming at you live all together in studio in L.A. uh, And we'll talk a little bit more about the showcase and then we'll all watch it together and then we'll all react to it live immediately after so i'm looking forward to that uh it is the biggest xbox week of the year so far let's do let's see we've got time for a couple of news stories here there is some more to talk about the first one i wanted to bring up is prince of persia the sands of time remake uh which is have have all of you played the original yeah miranda's no, no. i'm getting a no it's yeah us two olds <laughs> played it that's I yeah think, the case here <laughs> Because it, it was a it was a PS2 and original Xbox game. Destin, as you remember, it was it was an incredible video game.
2: At the time, yeah, it used a, a time rewind mechanic that nobody had ever really done anything like that that I can remember. Yeah. And it was it was really, really acclaimed. People adored it. And we just Well, we actually they did Prince of Persia 1, 2, and 3, right? The Sands of Times, yeah. they, did the, they did the sequels. They did a remake with sort of like the cell shading look that uh, I actually really yeah, liked. 2008, I
0: think that was.
2: Yeah, I really, really liked that, that one. And then we game. heard we heard about this remaster. And honestly, my response to how they were handling the the look of the remake was not positive. I, I didn't like... Placed. Yeah, I didn't like how the the character models looked. It just... It just it didn't resonate with me. So I'm wondering if they kind of went back to the drawing board and figured out you know, it's Ubisoft. So they probably went back to the drawing board and they're like, how can we get some NFTs and blockchain in this game? Oh, no, no. In stop. all
0: seriousness, don't,
2: don't. <laughs> shut your mouth. Oh. Like you said None
3: like cursed words. cursed words, cursed words, please.
2: Went back to the drawing board and figured out how to strike that balance that Resident Evil has done so expertly well with their remakes and remaster and how the Dead Space remake and remaster has just hit that perfect nostalgia nerve and also the technology side of things progressing and being able to enhance it as opposed to what this was, which was uh, disappointing for fans like myself.
0: Well, uh, if you're watching us on video, you're watching some some footage of a like behind the scenes thing about the remake. And uh, none of the people that you're seeing on video right now are working on this game anymore. So (laughs) everyone here is no longer working on this video game. I don't. I don't mean to laugh when I say that, but um, it's we've they've had they've shifted development back to Ubisoft Montreal. Uh, I don't know if they're starting over or how much of this they're going to be salvaging. But the actual news bit from this week, the reason I bring this up, is because uh, Ubisoft did clarify it's not canceled. The reason everybody thought it might have been canceled, because retailers. Delisted it this week, and the reason for that, as it turned out, was because it's just been delayed even further. Uh, IGN reached out to Ubisoft. We got a statement from them, and they said the development of Prince of Persia: The Sands of Time remake will now be led by Ubisoft Montreal. We're proud of the work achieved by Ubisoft. Uh, I don't know if this, how to pronounce this city. Uh, so, it's Pune, Pete, Pune. Quebec. I'm not sure. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure. I've somebody's going to correct me. Uh, so I apologize in advance for under, for no doubt getting that wrong. Uh, we we're proud of the work by that team and Ubisoft Mumbai, and Ubisoft Montreal will benefit from their learnings as the new team will continue the work to deliver a great remake. As a consequence, we are no longer targeting a fiscal year 2023 release date anymore, and the game has been delisted. If players wish to cancel their pre-order, they are invited to contact their retailer They will be updated on the project as development is moving along. Uh, Miranda, how badly must this this project have been going for it to have been delayed multiple times before this, then for development to actually be taken away from these teams and handed off to Montreal and for them to now need a whole bunch more time?
3: oh man it's pretty concerning and really unfortunate for those other two studios that essentially had their project taken away from them um i hope that teams those teams still get to have some involvement i think it's really sad whenever you see someone's like hey this is a thing we've been working really hard on maybe it didn't meet expectations in a particular way whatever that way may have been um but hopefully they get a chance to sort of help make good on that as well uh, and like see their vision to fruition as well but i would assume it's I don't know. Whenever I see something drastic happen like this, I always remember how Sonic got revealed. I remember his teeth? <laughs> anyway, the <laughs> Sonic. You remember the original Sonic movie design? And it was everyone's was like, oh what? <laughs> and then and then it got pulled back and they had to redesign the whole thing. And that that was just a movie. And that's that's a lot of work there. And so I think if you have some fundamental issues that you have to redesign with a video game, that's That's huge. That is a lot of work. A lot of stuff already done that they have to redesign or redo. Um, And I'm very curious to see like, what happened and i think whenever we get these stories i'm always curious to hear what happened behind the scenes and see where the development maybe went wrong or skewed or what visions got crisscrossed and maybe not come to fruition the same way that they were hoping for uh so i hope we do get to hear from from them eventually in the future of like what, what happened with the development that happened here and like where did you know maybe the managers and whatever fail you or how were you not led to where it's supposed to meet these expectations or what expectations were they looking for so i'm very curious to see what happened there because it's really hard to guess at what was going on um but hopefully they again get some time to work on this project alongside ubisoft montreal but we'll see
0: yeah it's, i mean uh, destin i i agree completely that when this was unveiled i was among the people that were like it, it's a remake and it looks like a it's still on PS2, so I, I am, I'm I sure they're going to be going back to the drawing board on the graphics engine for this and, and using yeah. uh, whatever the latest and greatest Ubisoft tech is. But yeah, it's uh, I would presume this is largely going to be, they're going to be excavating a lot of the, the work laid down uh, and starting over, and on the technology side, because the gameplay is not really getting remade. It's the same game, same story, but it's all, all tech, uh, at least a large chunk of this here. Uh, Stella does from what you know of Prince of Persia having not played this game like is this is this a, something you'll look forward to once it comes out because it's yeah. or is, they, like you've heard so much over the years right now but now it's going through this whole weird saga
1: yeah like I I think I had it on my Uplay which is now Ubisoft Connect I don't know if they changed it but um, like I, I had the free game forever and I've been meaning to check, check it out but I just haven't had time um, and I I know people really loved it. I know they thought the mechanics were really cool in it. Um, so when I saw the uh, remake, I was like, oh, this looks like a remaster, if anything. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it'll be interesting to check out once it does come out, whenever it does. But, yeah, it just seems like it was a lot of poor management. I don't think it was any of these people's faults um, who were working on it. But I think it was just a lot of, like, it seems like they didn't really know what direction they wanted to go in. Um, but, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm still excited to see it when it comes out. Hopefully, we get like an updated uh, version or like teaser of it. That'd be really nice um, soon. But who knows?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think you kind of hit the nail on the head. If it if it's if it looks like a remaster, but it's supposed to be a remake, probably not a good sign.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: maybe not the best best indication. Uh, next. Destin, you touched on this. Resident Evil 4 remake is a real thing. It was unveiled yeah. at Sony's state of play, but it is, of course, coming to Xbox as well. It will be a reimagining of the 2005 game storyline with an aim to, quote, achieve state-of-the-art quality for a survival horror suitable for 2023 while preserving the essence of the original game. Uh, and Destin, you sort of touched on this. I'll go to you first. You know, you you mentioned that, that uh, Capcom has of any publisher really seem to strike the right balance on these full on remakes of games that people love.
2: Yeah, they absolutely have. They've done, they've done a tremendous job remaking the old Resident Evils and modernizing them in a way that is respectful to the original, but hits all the right notes with the gaming community, Adding adding new content or new things that we didn't see in the original to kind of throw you off your game but also keeping a lot of the puzzles intact. So if you've played those games and you love those games, you get to play through the remaster and you're like an expert, right? But if you're a newcomer to the series, you just get to play the best version of Resident Evil that is available right now. And Resident Evil 4 is one of the best Resident Evils that they have ever made. So this one is a big deal and I cannot wait to try it out again. I love this when it was released on the GameCube and I'm just very excited to go back, see what's changed, see what they've done differently. And I, I can't wait.
0: Miranda, did, did you play this back in the day or were you did you have a <laughs> no spooky game policy yeah. back then? too?
3: <laughs> Sorry, I'm really laughing. I, I didn't play this game. <laughs> um, no, this is, yeah, this is, it's too spooky for me. But I know the characters, like Leon and Ada, like they're pretty iconic. So is it, even if you didn't play these games, like, you know, Resident Evil 4, like you just, you just know it. So yeah. Um, Happy for everybody! Yeah. Yay! That's I'm always, probably gonna play
0: it. It's
3: you're gonna scary. play
1: this, right? Uh, Destin's probably gonna make me play it. So he, made I am me now. Play, he made me <laughs> play the Resident Evil Three remake, um, all the way through, and we uploaded it to our other um, channel. I, I forget what it is, but um, guides. It's like the full walkthrough. Yeah, guides probably. Um, and I had to play it alone in my room. And it was terrifying, and I had no one to talk to about it. And I remember just like jumping and stuff in the. Hold
2: on, hold on. I didn't make you play it alone in your room in the dark with the lights off. Nobody made you do that. No,
1: not in the dark, but alone. (laughs) Anyways, um, so actually in the playthrough, you can see sometimes when my joystick would like move because I got scared um, in the playthrough. So yeah. uh, Yeah, so. I don't want to play it because I don't like spooky things, but Destin will probably make me play it and do the whole playthrough thing again.
0: <laughs> well, I, for me, this actually, this was a blind spot for me. I'm looking forward to correcting this. I never played it at the time because uh, quite honestly, I was never, a. I just was never super into Resident Evil. Uh, it's not, I don't have any problem with it. It's just kind of never, I never latched onto it until like, I know this like Resident Evil fans are going to just laugh hysterically when they hear this. And that's fine. That's, I'm here for your, your amusement. My <laughs> first Resident Evil was actually Resident Evil five uh, at OXM. It came to 360. It was, I think, I think that was the first time it had come to Xbox or at least the first time a new one had first released on Xbox. And I played, I played in a two player co-op through the entire game with Mitch Dyer and had, a blast. It was so much fun to co-op through that game and then Resident Evil 6 was bad. That was just like, wait a minute we just played through 5. 5 was great and then 6 came around I was like, mm, this isn't so good. Uh, 7 and, and Village are excellent. I've played bits of each of those uh, and then I went back and played RE2 when the remake came out and a bit of RE3 so I've this. the legend of RE4 is, is such a, a big legend that it has such a reputation that I'm looking forward to this because, you know, again, like you were saying, Destin, Capcom's done such a great job on these that I know it's going to be good. Like technologically, it's going to look good. It's going to play well. It's going to feel like the thing that struck me about the Resident Evil 2 remake was how well it balanced feeling new and feeling like a modern game, but also still like clearly having the DNA of an older game in a good way. And so... Uh, that's I'm, I'm excited for, for RE4. I think that's going to be good. Uh, on this topic, I know Miranda's like, do we really have to talk about more scary games? Yes, we do. <laughs> Just for a minute, and then I promise we'll be done. The Callisto Protocol, which yes. is Glenn Schofield, one, <laughs> the, one of the co-creators of Dead Space, uh, who's off at his new studio now. Uh, their game is The Callisto Protocol. It is going to be very Dead spacey, and it has a release date uh, of December 2nd. 2022 it's a third person survival horror game uh the studio is called striking distance again that's that's glenn schofield studio uh and glenn says i'm excited to be returning to my roots with an all-new take on the sci-fi survival horror genre and you play as jacob lee who is a prisoner on the moon trying to survive during a mysterious outbreak that's mutating people into terrible monsters called biophage so uh yeah Turn out all the lights, draw the curtains, Mm-mm. make sure everyone else, there's no one else around. So it's Mm-mm. just, yeah, it's just you by yourself Mm-mm. and put on some headphones, some good, turn them up <laughs> loud. And, uh, and this that's what you want to do for the Callisto Protocol. But yeah, it's uh, for survival horror fans like Miranda and like Stella, <laughs> you guys are eating good coming up here in the winter <laughs> because you have December 2nd for the Callisto Protocol the Dead Space remake is at the end of January and then the Resident Evil 4 remake in March. So it's going to be uh, it's going to be good times for those you know, of you who like scary video games.
1: You know, what's actually ironic is I decided to randomly just pick up Dead Space uh, again and I actually good. finished it. So I, I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. The remake's coming out. Callista Protocol's coming out. Um, let me tell you, the story is great. Like some of the twists in in the first game, I was like, oh, my no way. No way. Uh, but the mechanics definitely do not hold up, especially on PC. Um, it was a little clunky. So I'm very excited for the remake, um, and especially since the first game is so fresh in my mind. But the horror in that game, just the atmospheric terror that you feel just from certain, like even from the whispers, even from like little, you know, like pipes in the background and stuff. They did such a phenomenal job. I cannot imagine how scary the Callisto Protocol is going to be because it's going to be in modern game times. I'm, I'm terrified. So, um, Yeah no um lights fully on thank you very much ryan so <laughs> you got it
3: <laughs> i will say it's pretty bold of them to show their monsters like if it's a survival horror right i think one of the scariest things you have is the mystery of your monsters so showing it in this trailer which i think is is neat it's like okay we're really confident in how spooky this is gonna be and they go like full on and it's it is a very good reveal trailer, I will say. So, I think this could be a game I could potentially play, actually. Like, anytime I am armed, if I'm armed, you know what? <laughs> they better watch out. I will be the scary thing sometimes. <laughs> so, except except for yeah. Alien Isolation, I can't do it. But, uh, <laughs> old, I'm
0: not locked in here with you, you're locked in here with me. Philosophy.
3: Exactly. You guys exactly. stream that, Miranda?
0: I want
2: to see it.
3: I'll let you know. I mean, <laughs> like, I like Alien Isolation, like I said last year, like I, or last, uh, episode i almost like cried like twice i couldn't do it because like the tension was just too good but with like the original dead space as stella was saying like i played that and i was like man i got this it's just a shooter but <laughs> but this one i think exactly as stella was saying too like this is the modern trappings of survival horror and like they have more tools that they're to be scarier so i know we know the face of our enemy now but what tools will we have to defend ourselves that's that's the big question
2: yeah, uh, right. we're actually this is actually the teaser. I'm I'm so excited about Callister protocol yeah. at the state yeah, of play. Okay. We got to look at the monsters and the new gameplay and everything. And it is it's Dead Space, right? Glen Schofield is even using design elements from Dead Space with the health and energy bars on the back. I I can't wait to play. I know we need to
0: wrap up, Ryan.
3: So. Yep, Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to
0: do trivia real quick yeah. here. Martin McQueen from England. His gamertag is Mr. McQueen 16 asks this question of you. Which of these four radio stations is not featured in the Forza Horizon series? Oh, so no. three of these are real radio stations in Forza Horizon. One of them isn't, tell me which one isn't. Our game of the year last year, by the way, just uh, to put a little extra pressure on you guys. I know this one, I hope you do too. So is, uh, find the fake one. So is it Horizon Beat, Horizon Base Arena, Horizon Record, or excuse me, Hospital Records or Horizon
1: Pulse.
3: Uh, Who are you going to? Let
1: me let me look at this <laughs> list. I, I'm not gonna remember that.
3: B. Baser day. I have no idea what this is. I'm so sorry, guys. I only like dabble in Forza, okay? All
0: right, what'd you go with, Miranda? B. B. All right. Stella?
1: Hold on. I'm looking Shit. at the options again because I don't okay. remember it. I'm so sorry.
0: That's okay.
1: Speed. Uh, oh, Speedo. okay. okay so oh my god um i want to say hospital records because it's weird but like it could totally be a thing so i don't know um miranda said b mm-hmm. frick
3: <laughs> you can do the same answer
1: yeah i can do that okay i'm gonna do that <laughs> So I Which guess it will have B. B as well. You're
0: joining Miranda.
1: Yeah. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Destin?
2: <laughs> I was gonna go with hospital records. Horizon Pulse is is the default channel. So yeah. I know right. I know that one. <laughs> are you locking in? Yeah, I'll lock in with C. I got a one in three chance. So. All right.
0: Uh, Martin, you've stumped them all. Damn. Dang it. Horizon Phew. beat. Horizon okay. beats the fake one. Really? A. Yeah.
1: Oh. The rest okay. are all real.
0: Uh, okay. Destiny, you are correct. Horizon Pulse. Yeah, that's the one. I mean, that is like your default station. Everybody yeah. <laughs> knows Horizon Pulse. But yeah, the other base arena and Records, hospital records are real. Horizon Beat, Darn not so real. I, Thank I you, Martin, for, <laughs> for stumping everybody. Anybody listening that wants to also take a crack at uh, stumping the panel, please send your Xbox trivia question to unlocked at IGN.com. Include the question. Include four multiple choice answers. Please note the correct one. And then don't forget your name and, if you'd like, your gamer tag as well. And we'll play again. Actually, we won't play again on Sunday or next Tuesday. We'll be too busy being live, reacting to all the Xbox showcase stuff. But we'll get back to the game here before you know it. And with that, uh, it is time for us to go. You can find me on Twitter at DMC underscore Ryan. I want to thank our super producer, Kate, this week stepping in. Uh, working through some technical difficulties, but we got it. We we got there. The show's, we made it to the end. So thank goodness. And let's see, Stella, you want to give any plugs, anything you're up to?
1: Sure. Uh, you can find me at Parallax Stella everywhere. Um, oh, I went to Infinity Ward la- th- this, this week. Was it this week? Last week. <laughs> last week. Sorry. Oh my God, time. Okay. Yeah, last week. So um, my preview of the campaign for uh, Modern Warfare 2... And multiplayer will be up tomorrow as along with a very nice conversation piece with me and Ryan. Um, oh God, cat. Okay, sorry. <laughs> um, and uh yeah, that I think that's like the biggest thing that I worked on this week. Sorry, my cat just jumped out of my lap and it like threw me off. Um
0: <laughs> your cat's like, the show's over, let's go.
1: Yeah,
3: yeah. So uh yeah, I'm excited up. about that. <laughs> yeah, so tomorrow.
0: Excited. Miranda, excellent.
3: Yeah, you can find me on Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, everywhere else, at Havoc Grows. And if you are interested in Pokemon at all, I know this is not Xbox, but uh, Casey DeFreitas and I teamed up and watched the latest Pokemon trailer several times, and the first one, and did a bunch of deep dives in our theories about the gym theme for the upcoming game Scarlet and Violet. So please check that out. Excellent.
0: Destin, take us home. You can find me on Twitter, at Destin
2: Uh You can watch me on YouTube, the Destin channel, if you want to. Um, more importantly, cookies are back. LeguerreBakery.com. Order your cookies. <laughs> get them in before the end of the week so I can ship them out to you in a timely manner. Uh, it's good to be back.
0: Do I get a cut? Do we all, three of us, get a cut of the profits from you promoting it on Unlocked?
3: Yeah.
1: I'll
0: give, I'll give you a free cookie. Oh, okay. I'm happy to be paying you cookies. Work <laughs> all right. <for> <laughs> All right, everybody. Good stuff. We will see you all 9.30 a.m. Pacific on Sunday morning for the pre-show. It's going to be a fun time. We'll see you there.
1: We are the hosts of Comic Sans, the podcast about comics for those who are Sans'
2: knowledge. I'm Yen, a reader, writer, liver, and breather of comic books. And I'm Nat, and I know absolutely nothing about comics. Which makes both of us authorities in our respective fields. Exactly. Hey, wait On Comic Sans, I make Nat read some of my favourite comics Including Sandman, Saga and Lore Olympus And Yen tells me what makes that comic special Then I hear what Nat thinks And I try to avoid a pulmonary embolism While I actively try to give him one Listen to Comic Sans on Apple
1: Podcasts, Spotify Or wherever you get your podcasts You can already binge our first season And we just released a special bonus episode On Across the Spider-Verse Hey, Nat, before we go, I'll give you 50
2: bucks If you can tell me what Comic-Con is Is it related to Chili Con-Carn? Do you mean chili con carne? Maybe we should be chili sands.